Guardian Unlimited. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the current affairs program of your lifetime. It's time to ask many questions. Lucy Porter, and you're very welcome to Many Questions. Well, hello. I'll tell you how this works. We're going to spend the next half hour taking questions from our studio audience, and our panel in true question time tradition will avoid the questions, patronise you until you want to punch them, and use the entire episode as an exercise in self-promotion. So, let me introduce the panel. They're a cosmopolitan bunch of groovy, hilarious stand-up comedians drawn from all the corners of the earth. Firstly, we have a woman who thinks all immigrants should be sent home which is largely because she can't afford the fare back to Australia herself. <laughs> and she actually does hate immigrants as well. Um, so um, please welcome the gorgeous Sarah Kendall. <laughs> now next, some people say that Canadians are the North Americans that it's okay to like. Well, none of those people have met our next panellist. He's a right shit, Glenn Wool. <laughs> I, I hate immigrants too. <laughs> Send them back to immigration here. And next we have another immigrant hater. Um, although he himself, he's lived in America, he's lived in India, he's lived in Saudi Arabia, and none of those places wanted to keep him, so Britain stuck with him. Oh, he's a bit like a puppy that you just can't quite bring yourself to drown. <laughs> His name is Arnab Chanda! <laughs> And finally, ladies and gentlemen, to complete our exotic lineup, I'm very excited about this. He's a genuine Jew, all the way from Stanmore. <laughs> it's Matt Kershen. Hey. Look, we can't not we can't not welcome these people. Hello. <laughs> what's your names? Yan. Yan. Yes. Hello, Yan. And what's your name? Lean. Le Lean. Ah, that's like Neil. It's an introduction as well as a name, which is nice. <laughs> Wait, do you know what we're doing? No, brilliant. You're going to find out there, aren't you? Um, it's very complicated. I hope you have you got your dance ready. Yes. Brilliant. That's okay. Good. So let's take our first question from out in the audience. Oh, it's the man behind Jan. That's how we're going to refer to you as man behind Jan from now on. Where are you from, Jan? By the way. Canada. Oh, well done. Yes. Canada. Yay. Yes. Um, Hold on. I'll I'll talk to him. Yeah. So where are you from, eh? <laughs> Should we do a little bit of Canadian chat to start oh, with? I wasn't preparing for that. What are they saying? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something about moose, Sarah. Oh. I'm not quite sure. Oh, he's yes. fucking the dog over this question. Just answer her, young. <laughs> um, our first question is from Elliot. And Elliot, please, what is your question? Uh, Boris, De Boris Yeltsin died this week. So uh, how does everyone think he should be remembered? I like the fact you nearly said Boris Johnson there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> was that a bit of wishful thinking there from Elliot? So, uh, Boris Yeltsin, dead. Arnab, what do you think about that, love? Yeah, I'll take this one. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about this man. I know what he, he was a cute guy, but I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's one hell of a dancer. I think we can all agree he, the guy can dance. We yeah. could dance. He, he was a bit like moves. Oliver Reed, but with power. <laughs> <laughs> I and we're less kind of naked wrestling... Well, maybe more. I don't uh, know. I mean, like, it's kind sure of suppressed. They keep the records down. Yeah, <laughs> their matches actually have gone down in history. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, yeah. The Smack Rock down. of the Jungle. Anyone see that one? <laughs> Very inappropriate. That was supposed to be a state dinner. <laughs> <laughs> they will never be invited back to Nigeria, and nor should they. <laughs> so, Glenn, do you know anything more than Arnab does about Boris Yeltsin? Oh, I'll tell you what they should do to uh, help to remember him. I believe they should put uh, a statue up in Estonia where they've recently taken down a very offensive statue that was uh, <laughs> there for to honor the Soviet troops in helping uh, free Estonia from the Nazis. And uh, they helped so much that they actually occupied Estonia for 50 years just <laughs> to make sure the Nazi menace didn't come back. <laughs> that is helpful. They mainly yes. occupy certain bits of Estonia, namely their women. Yeah, yeah, it was actually that was the name of the uh, the it was the unknown rapist. <laughs> that was the name of the statue. That's it's a, That's it's a nice statue a too. Yeah, oh, it was actually <laughs> it's Boris and Oliver sat, <laughs> sat for the making of that statue. So yeah, so basically we're saying that Boris Yeltsin was a man who was raped by Oliver Reed. <laughs> That's where we've got to now, Matt. That's the only yeah. way to win a naked wrestling match. <laughs> that is the only way to properly pin a man. <laughs> Naked wrestling match. <laughs> Can you illuminate any, any further, Matt, on Boris Yeltsin? How, how would you remember Boris Yeltsin? Um, from being pinned by him. <laughs> 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 you know, I just, I don't always remember it, but just sometimes you get a little pang, twinge. <laughs> Every time. It's more of a muscle memory than <laughs> yeah. anything else. Okay, yeah. Every time. Some people smells. can play piano, I just, you know, sit funny. But. <laughs> I mean, what was your favourite picture that you saw in the whole... Uh, you referred to the conducting... Oh, uh, yeah, mine was the one where he was sort of mid-boogie. He was really into it, you know, I, I love it. I just love it, and I love the fact there was just this era where, you know, Clinton was getting head jobs and Boris Yeltsin was off his face. It was like, it was like Porky's or something, you know. It was like yeah. the frat boys were running the world. You know? That's how you should be. If you're going to be leader of the most powerful countries in the world... Yeah. Have a little dance. <laughs> Make a little love. <laughs> Get, Get down, down tonight. tonight. <laughs> Who did that song? Okay, so in the sunshine. Now. Okay, we're going to say, in answer to your question, Elliot, we're going to remember Boris Yeltsin with Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we take another question from someone lovely in the audience? Uh, what's your name? Jules. Jules, thank you very much for coming. Where do you live, Jules? London. Oh, London's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Whereabouts do you live in London? Haringey. Uh, where are you from originally? Exeter. Oh, that's nicer. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but never mind. Okay. Lovely Jules is going to ask our next question. Jules, fire away, please. Should Prince Harry go to Iraq? So, shall we put this question to Matt well, Kershen? Well, I've actually got this. That we've been looking through the newspapers because, you know, it's topical and we were properly researching. And the, the news of the world has kicked in with... um. Harry, I'm S star 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 ing myself. They've not really told you the news, they've just sent you a puzzle. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, been trying to crack Yeah, the well, exactly. Code all Someone day. over there just says stroking. We, we won't stro um, shagging. Spelling. My money's on spelling. Spraying <laughs> myself. I think he might have been shaving himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's shaving. Because you would be harder to catch if you shaved yourself, if you're slippy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's soiling himself. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I think that is kind that is actually of what, what they were going for, isn't it? Isn't it really? Yeah, uh, but I'm soiling myself. That would be the way you'd hope a member of the royal family the would say it. Yeah, I, 
I'm I'm spunking myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spunking myself. I'm splaying, splaying myself over spaffing. a spaffing. It was a spaffing. <laughs> yeah, spaffing. I'm spaffing myself. Or stupping if you want to go the Yiddish route. Stupping. Because <laughs> yeah. he's good with the juice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is. Him and his little dressing up time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was his attempt to make peace with the Jewish community <laughs> over his Nazi jibes. <laughs> I'm stupping myself. I'm shooting already. myself, which is an inevitability. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing myself. It's nice, you know, <laughs> sharing himself with Iraq. <laughs> should we send Prince Harry to Iraq, Arna? Um, I think we should uh, we should send him to Egypt, and uh, see how many civilians he kills <laughs> before he figures out it's not Iraq. Sure. <laughs> Do you think we should send Prince Harry to Iraq? Uh, yes, because they've said if they catch him, uh, and I mean the uh, Al Qaeda and those kind of people, they said they'll cut his ears off and send him home. And I just think that'll be lovely in a state dinner like 20 years from now <laughs> where he's got to meet Tony Blair again. <laughs> you know, hey, Harry, the, the new ones look good. <laughs> <laughs> they could have cut other stuff off. <laughs> There was that man who cut his own penis off. I, I know this isn't at all on topic, but that was horrible. No, no, that happened in Iraq. Who <laughs> <laughs> cut his penis off? What? The man in the restaurant. Sorry, I just... It was I mean, horrible, wasn't it after wasn't a football it? match? Someone cut their penis. They generally happen after sporting events. Yeah. Like every so often, I don't know what <laughs> it is in the male psyche, oh. but they just think, yeah, there just hasn't been enough testosterone and violence yet. I'm going to... Cut my, cut my penis off, off and <laughs> as a lesson to you all. Yeah, right. And you I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> or as a wager, if England don't win the Cricket World Cup, I'll cut my cock off. Can they reattach uh, the... I don't know why I'm looking to you. Not like if you, you all <laughs> yes, well, Has anybody all in the audience had not, their Not if reattached. that's the reason you did it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they can Scientifically, they can do it. But if you just come in with a bad bet story. I think the rule is they do reattach it, but they hit you with it a couple of times first as a punishment. Like, no, no, <laughs> naughty Batman. It was my fault. We went down. We went down that route. No, you say Prince Harry. And Iraq. Well, one of the things I found, uh, Prince Harry in Iraq. There's obviously everybody's been weighing in with their opinion, and you've had quite a lot of sort of retired army types who've been. There was one uh, retired sergeant major who said, um, "If we do something, we should send Prince Harry to Iraq, and he won't be in any danger because what we should do is give him a disguise, get him to put on a moustache." <laughs> Generally, this is genuinely someone said that. You just get him to wear a moustache, he'll be absolutely bloody fine. <laughs> That's so beautifully old school. <laughs> it was me all along, you fools. <laughs> just get him to make, make sure he gets the right disguise. Don't let him sort of grow long ringlet sideburns or anything. <laughs> <laughs> now, anyone else you would like to see sent to Iraq, Arnab? Would you go? I would be safe. They wouldn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't go. Dear God, no. <laughs> There's nothing funny. No, I wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that Prince Harry wants to go because he literally is the only person who wants to be in Iraq. <laughs> Down from all the armies to the people who live in Iraq. <laughs> he finally found someone who was, yeah, looks all right. <laughs> what did we decide? That we've send them said, all. We've all said send them all. Yeah. Yep. Prince Andrew. He's, he's done it once. Prince Andrew could go again. Where did he go? He went to the Falklands. Was he in a lot of danger? He, was <laughs> he had airplane. to stop playing golf for about a week. Well, no, actually, awful. he took the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Goose Green, one of the finest bunkers you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> What I liked about this was the front page of the News of the World, which did, as, as Matt pointed out, said, I'm shitting myself. And I did just think, it isn't... Shitting. 
Yes. <laughs> she knew all along. <laughs> the mystery word was shitting. That's shitting. What's, what's the most exciting thing about you, Ben? <laughs> I quite like that. Ben's got a birthmark in the shape of Prince Harry's cock. Um, <laughs> good. So, right, let's that take a. That was not a birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bruise. <laughs> <laughs> you have to give our brave boys a send off somehow, <laughs> don't you? So. <laughs> I think we know why he's shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question, Ben? Um, my question is, please, panel, and being very careful with my language, is uh, what do you think of the earthquake in the Kent countryside? What did we reckon to the Kent earthquake? Should we ask? Who, I'm trying to think of anyone who... No one lives near. Sarah Kendall. Yes, what? You live in Putney. Yeah. That <laughs> must have touched you. What did you think of the Kent earthquake? What did I think of it? Yeah. Um, I, I liked how, how it was such a British disaster. Like, I like how when you, you say disaster in America, like, whole cities are annihilated and they've got, like, 20,000 refugees in a sports centre. But over here, someone banged their head. You know, it's just... I uh, like how moderate it is. You know, someone just standing there going, yeah, it just hurt a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll but probably put the brick back later this afternoon. <laughs> there was the one... One person was hurt, but I reckon in the confusion it probably stopped quite a few of the fights that would have been going on in Folkestone anyway around that time. Sure. <laughs> so I think... Took their mind off it. They're moment, probably yeah. up on net injuries. Yeah. I think they've done well out of it. <laughs> More it earthquakes for Kent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Folkestone is a feisty town, isn't it? It really is. It's quite unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. God decides Lord these talking. things. Yeah. yeah. That's right, yes. <laughs> there's, a, there's this lovely picture of um, a, a very a fairly scantily clad old woman being this flanked by, great on the radio. by by t- two police officers, and it claims that they're helping her to safety, but I think they're just arresting her for being the witch who caused it. <laughs> <laughs> I love your idea of a fairly scantily clad old woman. Well, you know, she's she's not wearing Me a jumper. Too. <laughs> She'll catch her death. <laughs> She's wearing a wincy at nighty, but it's, uh, yeah, it's fair enough. It's yeah. doing it for me. That's all I'm saying. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's how I like my old women. <laughs> In a wincy at night. Nighty house coat slippers. Yes. You don't, you don't know how hard it was to book the stripper at his stag. <laughs> have you ever been caught up in a natural disaster on Avchanda? No, there were just uh, a lot of Shamal sandstorms in Saudi. Mm. And uh, there was a, a giant locust storm one time where locusts took over the entire <laughs> compound that we were living in. Sounds like the apocalypse. I can't yeah. believe that you just went, meh, and then you've got, I was invaded by oh. giant locusts. Yeah, 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 these, four, these four horsemen turned up. <laughs> <laughs> we had a question emailed in, which is, I, I kind of think maybe ties into this a little bit. Um, let's see what you think. Should local councils stick to collecting bins every week? Um, I do think this was kind of what you were saying about the sort of hysteria. Yes, yeah. People have gone quite, um, as we say, like they've gone quite hysterical. I mean, in the news of the world today, they had these stories of like mounting horror, you know, you know, just like, well, I went out to my bin and there were like maggots <laughs> and there were rats and then this. 
python like bit me in the face <laughs> and now I've got AIDS and it's because my bin isn't being collected. You know, it's like it's just a bin. You know, like it's it, it just cut down on your refuse. You know, people have gone crazy. Like it's genuine sort of we're all getting sick, the kids are getting sick, everyone's getting sick and it's all because of the bins. It's just mad. Yeah, well, there was a whole, yeah, a double page spread in one of the papers that I saw which was uh, a guy saying, there are maggots in my bin. Mm. Yeah, it's a bin. It's a bin. What do you don't eat it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stop eating the That's contents right, yeah. of your bin. Because a lot of the stories are, I then put my head in the bin, and you should have seen all the crap that was in there. <laughs> and the children are playing in it and everything. <laughs> yes. Now I suppose I'll have to buy my children a fort. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying to get uh, new music um, the way they did punk, because uh, that was from a big garbage strike. It's we got punk music. Summer from of '77, kind of summer thing. Summer of '77, baby. <laughs> My favorite. Three years old, listening to punk. <laughs> no, that's what's what happened. There was a big garbage strike, and everybody got upset. And uh, blah 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 blah. Punk music. <laughs> so that's what they're trying now. Just a little bit, something a little bit better, because Mika. <laughs> <laughs> But it is catchy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it I don't again. know. I'd love it if that bit of Glen Wall just goes straight into the download charts. <laughs> number one. If we aren't, if we can't put our bins out every week and get them collected, will we look at our our consumption habits? Do you think, Sarah Ken? I do. I mean, you know, the, the the more conservative papers are sort of saying that you you know there's no correlation between when bins are collected and, and recycling, but. Surely if there is a mounting stack of crap at the back of your house and you're contributing to it on a daily basis... You'd probably think twice about throwing out the maggots. Yeah, well, yeah, my favourite maggots. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. sure. Take up fishing. Yeah, exactly. That's what they should do. They should say, you've got maggots, take up fishing. Mm. Um, Because they don't stink. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If there's too many rats. Wear them. Yeah. It's the obvious solution. Wear your vermin. (laughs) Maybe we'll all get bubonic plague again. Which be, those were fun times, weren't they? Oh, great nursery rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> all the best nursery rhymes came out of plague times. Yeah. <laughs> that would kickstart decent music. Yeah. <laughs> Punk, nursery Punk nursery rhymes, nursery rhymes that's right. what we're going to get. Children, well, children spitting in the street and singing at you. They do that anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but wheelie bins do start to smell after a couple of weeks, though, don't they? I do, especially if you throw up in them as much as I do in mine. <laughs> 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 Why do you sleep there? <laughs> I just drink quite a lot. Well, I go to go to the recycling bin and then drink all the dregs that everybody's left. Look <laughs> <laughs> through last week's <laughs> magazines. <laughs> doing my bit for the environment while still being basically a tramp. That's what I'm doing. Is there a name for that juice that you get at the bottom of a... You know, like you always get that at the bottom of like a bottle bin. No matter how clean the bottles are, you always get that yellow juice... It's, it's called WKD, I believe. What's <laughs> yeah. your question that you would like to ask Joe? Uh, should Patricia Hewitt resign over the junior doctor recruitment fiasco? Junior doctor to me, a junior doctor always just makes me think of Doogie Howser MD. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just come out? It wasn't over this issue, was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In All a right, show of support, Doogie Howser <laughs> has come out of the closet. You piece it together. We don't understand it either. They made a rambling speech about wizards and then came out of the closet. It's weird. 
got any, you've got a mate, Matt, haven't you? Yeah, I've got a mate. Well, she's, it's not just junior doctors who've been screwed over. She's like a year or two afterwards and they've messed that one up as well. And they got the website that just decides to tell everyone every detail about their lives for a bit. And That's right, yeah, because they put the website up and then, oh, sorry, everyone can read I think half of them you. don't know whether they're going to have a job or not in three months' time. Which oh. means they'll just be wandering the street with the bin men. <laughs> wow. That I is a, a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> How you been? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing. that would be the catchphrase, <laughs> and the studio audience would respond that way, like three people clapping. <laughs> sure, I fucking hate this sitcom. Why a sitcom on ITV? There's always going to be work for out of work doctors. Actual doctor porn, anyone? <laughs> Mainly dealing with infections. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Doctor porn, where you actually found out how to avoid catching or how to treat chlamydia. Well, I've always, I've often said uh, the history of doctors. Now I haven't often said this, but <laughs> for, for the sake of this, um, at one point in the world of doctorship, some doctor somewhere has diagnosed after having some testicles in their mouth testicular cancer <laughs> at some point it's been let's do a quick poll in the audience do we think that patricia hewitt should resign hands yes, yes wow. she's gotta go do you think she will though <laughs> I don't understand how people can be so incompetent and not get fired. If any of us did that in our jobs, we would be out the door so quickly. How it would be amazing if a bad show from one of us caused that. Yeah. <laughs> NHS meltdown from one I meant to Let me just tell you, last night's show was a farce, Mr. Wool, and from it, all the doctors have lost their jobs. <laughs> I hope you don't tell those jokes again. I like your T-shirt. Where's your T-shirt from? Uh, from uh, Trendy Shop in Clerkenwell. Brilliant. This is so London, this show, isn't it? We're really going to have to watch this. From a shopping... Say it's from a shop in Perth. Uh, it's from a shop in Perth. I've forgotten your name. Where this is Pookie. Yeah, well. Let's call you Pookie. <laughs> OK. Our next question is from uh, Pookie, who's an apiarist <laughs> from Bournemouth. Um, and so, Pookie, would you ask your question, please? Uh, with more kids boozing and Wi-Fi scares, what do you think is the biggest threat to our children's health? Um, yeah, kids, Wi-Fi is frying children's brains, apparently, mm. Sarah Kendall. Yes, Pookie, good question. <laughs> <laughs> so you've broken up with Garfield? I mean, I saw one of the reports on the Wi-Fi danger spot, and this is really mean, but, you know, all the kids, they, they showed these kids in a classroom, right, Oh, the Wi-Fi, it's very dangerous. All the kids were so goddamn fat, seriously. And it's like, I'm sure type 2 diabetes is more of an issue <laughs> rather than the cancerous rays from the Wi-Fi. But they've always had the... It's like ever since, you know, time immemorial, they're always, you know, they always said, oh, yeah, the hoop and the stick, that'll that'll give kids the plague and stuff. And so, I mean, is this just scaremongering, the Wi-Fi thing? There's also the um, alcohol concern have said that children under 15 should be stopped from drinking at home. Mm. That's that's the best way to... If you want to make kids drink more responsibly when they grow up, it's best to tell them it's utterly forbidden until they hit a very certain point. Yeah. And then at that point, just let them have as much as possible. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, don't that's you that's the way it. to do it. You, you yeah. deny it from them and you make it clear to them that it would be very naughty yes. for them to do this thing. Don't you go near my magical liquor cabinet of adventures and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and yeah, and 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 then it's been it's been proven in studies that anything that a child is forbidden from doing, they will learn to respect and not touch. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I've always thought bad behavior was best kept at home. <laughs> what do they want it in the parks? Let yeah. the kids get drunk at home, or my house, <laughs> in somebody's house. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is the, the dangers, I suppose, if you drive children out into the... It, it will be like when I was 15 and it's basically people drinking cider and getting fingered in bus stops, isn't it, really? And that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Where's this bus stop? <laughs> the bus stop of my youth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went a bit misty-eyed. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a dirty play, if I've ever heard. <laughs> the bus stop of my youth. Oh. Ring, ring, all aboard. <laughs> <laughs> we were allowed to drink a bit when I was young, which I think has led to my incredibly responsible attitude towards alcohol now. I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like a peasant with free milk, as you probably <laughs> noticed. But, um, see, as a Catholic, because that's the thing, is, as a Catholic, we weren't allowed to have sex mm. and sex was the big taboo whereas drinking was fine which is why maybe i've be led the life <laughs> i've led um you know, uh, <laughs> again, that's not, but that's it because you know it, it, there is this sort of re religious question isn't there Can, do, yeah do you, i'm not talking to you as the jew on yeah. the panel. <laughs> there's wine in the middle of the service but then again jews don't tend to drink that much traditionally it's not true of the newer generation. I think it's just all become a little bit more... The new sort of Jews. Jew. The new Jews. Keep me real. <laughs> Jew Max. <laughs> J to the EW. <laughs> they got the yarmulkes <laughs> off kilter. Yeah. Dig it. <laughs> but yeah, traditionally it's much more of a food-based culture than than booze. <laughs> I can't believe I'm asking this question. Do Jews eat a lot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not the best Jew to ask, really, because I eat bacon and don't believe in God. But yeah, right, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're not a good Jew to ask. <laughs> <when you're laughs> I haven't seen many fat Jewish people, though. <laughs> See, now I'm saying really stuff. Going, See, now I don't want to say Vanessa Feltz, because that's a really horrible thing to Is say. Is she Jewish? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But I just, it, I just, she's a fat not. Jew. <laughs> Let's get people to phone in with fat Jews they've met. <laughs> you fat, yeah, fat I Jew. A fat I know Jew. this guy, Arnie, he lives down the road. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's a fat Jew. <laughs> we could have a sort I of. Sorry, I don't know if that's offensive to say Jesus Christ about a Jew. Ah, fat Jew chat. That's but I was just, I was thinking, because of the whole religious thing, because of the Catholic, uh, just the idea that the, uh, you know, if the police were to bust the Catholic mass. <laughs> there are far worse things than drinking going on. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be surprised how quickly the, the priest just threw his hands in the air. You got me! If that's all you're here for. See, that in Canada, uh, you couldn't stop kids from doing anything because we've always got the fallback of the woods. Anything you want to do, you just go deep enough into the woods. If they want to stop you, they got to trail you. <laughs> Jan <laughs> Bit of a woodsman <laughs> <laughs> Oh I was real deep Jan <laughs> I met the guys who had to keep living in the woods After they did what they'd done And Jan just smiling and He's not a woodsman No you a city guy Yeah what city Okay, man. <laughs> What's the real story? <laughs> <laughs> Quebec. <laughs> it was Toronto, which is far away from Calgary, where I never lived. <clears throat> Has anyone got any more questions?
questions that they'd ask, like to ask before we go. Lovely stripy man. I've got a shirt just like that. That's lovely. It is. It's Breton. Shall we call you Pierre? Um, <laughs> yeah, if you like. Hello, I'm Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Pierre. Um, what question would you like to ask Pierre? Um, should they introduce a system of handicaps for international cricket? Thank just you. let regular people play. <laughs> <laughs> By a system of handicaps, <laughs> by a system of can- handicaps, you mean letting the English people continue playing? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't understand cricket either. It's that it's the nice game that looks like it's been invented by mums, doesn't it? Because it's basically <laughs> you get to, you get to wear a jumper and you have to go in for your tea. I think that's a lovely thing. I just They've only st- quite recently started looking like sportsmen. Do you remember back in the 80s, they were all built like your dad? You know, like they sort of wander out into, like, Booney. You know, like, he, he, just, he looked like he was just on the brink of a coronary every time he went for a run. It was great. <laughs> and it made you feel like you could do a better job. I always like watching sportsmen and women who look physically inferior. But, I mean, Freddie Flintoff, am I wrong? He looks like someone who plays snooker with your dad. No, that, that guy's always dressed like Batman. <laughs> it's Batman. Sorry, pronounce Batman. Sorry, Batman. You run it right on. So just the question: Is it because because cricket's become a bit dull? Is that yeah, I? What could we do to make cricket more more interesting? And so it doesn't necessarily. But it's basically the handicapping thing would be to make it more interesting. How could we make cricket more interesting? They should murder more coaches. <laughs> <laughs> But That's but no one knows, it's like an Agatha Christie novel where no one knows which one. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Someone Harry dies and then and, um, one of the coaches is murdered and then it unfolds. Uh, <laughs> Prince Harry can turn it with his big mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, I think that answers it. More, more murders in cricket. That really is all we've got time for this week. Um, next week we're going to be in exactly the same place, which is the Soho Theatre, so do come along. Um, if you'd like to take part in our programme, go to our website at guardian.co.uk and you can find out how to get hold of your free tickets. And you can also send us any questions that you'd like the panel to answer and I'd like it if you sent us a really nice drawing of a horse. Huge thanks to the audience, especially everybody who asked the lovely questions, and to my panel, Sarah Kendall, Glenn Wool, Arnab Chanda and Matt Kirshen, and to our script associate, Paul Powell, and our producer, Frank Sterling. <laughs>